Welcome back to Big Gay Nerds Play Pig Smoke. I'm Owen, he, him, and I am the master of ceremonies for uh, this here game. And uh, joining me, we got a full cast of four. So first, uh, welcome back, Levi. Uh, hello, I'm uh, Levi, he, they. I play Liam Webb, the Mindbender. Uh, I was uh, too dead to do this last week. But I'm alive again now, and I'm looking forward to Pixar. I love this game. And uh, returning, we got uh, Jonix. Hi, I'm Jonix. Uh, he, him, or they, them is fine. And uh, I'm returning as uh, as the new life and death professor, Divino Cristobal. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, and what? J- just to quickly recap, what did you get up to last episode? Um, last episode, Divino was... Uh, Introduced to uh, to the other members of the party, except for except for Levi's character, of course, um, and then he uh, he sort of in, enlisted uh, one of his one of his more promising pupils uh, in what could possibly be some sort of fell research experiment. Yes, oh which would not be the first one you've done with her because she was one of the people involved in your uh, flatliners thing. Yes. <laughs> the what? Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, yes. You've been, yes, you've been uh, doing flatliners out here? Yeah, Davina was, uh, was taking some students uh, to the brink of death, let's say. Oh, but I'm getting and... investigated. I see how it is. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, then they, we got uh, Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah. She, her. Um, I play Simone the Fake. A teacher <laughs> thing <laughs> at Capsa who just kind of always seems to find a way to talk herself into trouble. It's fine. You did a pretty good job uh, yesterday, though. I I did. I did a pretty good job. I somehow managed to roll two like actual for real for real crits in a row. row so um, yeah. that's why I'm deathly afraid of my rolls in this session. <laughs> 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 I can just smell the doom from here. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I enlisted uh, one of my co-workers into helping me show off some demons, which staves off the question of why aren't there any demons in this demon class for at least another two or three weeks. That's true, I'd be very disappointed if I went to the demon class and didn't see one demon. Yeah, so we're, we're working on it. Yeah, and then Pixie. Hey, I'm Pixie, she, her, they, them, and I play Corvina, who can also smell the doom coming, because she can always <laughs> smell the doom coming. Yeah. She is the slacker from the Department of Foresight, and she absolutely failed her teaching role, as usual. <laughs> yeah. uh, yep, it was awkward, and also, as you left uh, your class, there was kind of the stinger of noticing that you had a raven in amongst your normal like flock of crows messing with you, and it was a raven with a red eye. So that was definitely ominous and something to follow up on. But first, I think we should uh, start off with Liam to see like what he was up to while you guys were out doing that. Okay. Um. So Liam. Uh, yes. As so uh to to recap uh just in case uh it's the start of the uh spring semester, and so like 
people have got some like new classes and stuff. I don't know if you have uh, specific classes in mind. If you just want to carry forward the ones you were doing before, they can be two semester courses. That's not out of the ordinary. Um, um, yeah, that sounds fine because I can't think of anything off the top of my head. If I remember, it was the history of mesmerism and like self defense. Yeah, I think it was like, uh, like, yeah, history of mind bending. Like, that was it. Uh, Psychic defense one hundred and one or something. Right. Yeah. So yeah, now you're moving into slightly more advanced stuff with both of those. Um. And as shortly after you arrived on campus, um you were summoned to the office of your department head. And when I say summoned, I meant that you uh, heard a voice in your head uh, telling you to get the hell to your supervisor's office. Oh. Oh, no. Yes. Liam <laughs> okay. will, uh, will power walk there. Yes. Um, and uh, so... Your supervisor, she, uh, is, uh, Regina White, and, um, I've been kind of reference-heavy in my character descriptions thus far, but this is just how... It's like if the X-Men character Emma Frost, like, mm. got a desk job and a wardrobe to fit it. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> and, Oh, no, um, she's hot! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that just makes getting called to the boss's office worse here. <laughs> yes, um, especially uh, because as you uh, arrive there, one. Uh, so okay, so Regina's office is like um, a pretty sizable one by academic office standards, and uh, pretty well furnished too. Um, okay. And there are a bunch of other people there, pretty much the rest of the mind-bending department. Uh-oh. And oh, okay. It's one of these. It's not yes. me specifically. Right. Um, Stefan, that's, a, that's a way yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, Stefan is there. Um, I haven't named any of the other colleagues, but I feel like it's likely to come up soon. Um, and uh, Regina is uh, standing behind her desk and standing next to her is a uh, short Asian woman in a suit, and standing next to her is a one of the um, constructs of lead and bronze that serve as the uh, security and enforcement on campus. So Regina looks over all of you with sort of an imperious gaze and uh, says, Everyone... I would like you to meet Miss Yi of the Ethics Board. Uh-oh. The Dean's office has recently caught wind of the possibility that a rogue element within the mind-bending department could have been practicing unsanctioned experimentation on students by way of the campus radio. Miss Yi is here to investigate this claim and hopefully find the person responsible. I expect your cooperation in aiding her in this. 
This game's just like, ah, shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I thought we ran this by the board. There's gotta be someone nearby he can nudge. Besides Stefan. <laughs> um, rogue well, element? What's, what's this rogue element shit? Well, uh, if you want to uh, communicate covertly with someone... <laughs> Um, I would say that this is, uh, like, inconsequential enough that you wouldn't necessarily need a spellcasting check, because it's not necessarily solving a problem, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, so you're just gonna, like, elbow, like, mind elbow the person next to you? <laughs> um, I guess... I mean, I figure this is something that a few of us were in on, right? Yes. Uh, okay. Definitely. So there are like co conspirators in the room that I can be like. I have to assume we weren't expecting any kind of like trouble for this. Yeah, you like heard. Well, you heard rumor that um, like people that like people were catching on uh, back over the holiday break. Um, oh yeah, that's right. And you managed to. Uh, schmooze it up with the dean enough to separate yourself from it <laughs> oh no okay that's right yes uh that's still not good for the like rest of the team here all right um and that's basically uh what like the the quick exchange you have uh with the person next to you who's just like like nah like don't know what it was but <laughs> someone caught on and yeah now we just got a Batten down the hatches. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be okay. Yeah, um, yeah, and the rest is pretty much just like uh, formalities. Uh, like Missy comes forward and uh, introduces herself. Basically, says that she's going to be pretty much going like from office to office here, looking over records and stuff. It's basically you're being audited, is what's going on. Okay, um, and uh, she's got the uh, naturally she's got the the construct there you know hopefully not necessary but she has been like licensed it as um an assistant in this oh she, in case she needs to take someone in and they... it is it's not stated but it's very much implied everyone knows that the constructs she doesn't not have a golem exactly <laughs> yes and so, yeah, that's uh, that is the basic situation. So, like Liam's already like thinking how to cover his ass in his head. First, we <laughs> gotta get, we gotta get, we gotta get the uh, the folks at the college radio. We need them, you know, on our side for this, right? Because <laughs> I have to assume they were on like at least getting paid off or something. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We haven't really worked out the exact details of what this how this conspiracy worked out. Um. <laughs> Do you want to like just go? How do you think it? How do you think it went about happening? Because it had to be like through. Was it like uh, like a live broadcasted spell or like a recording? I think the idea it was that now that like radio isn't like such a, they thought it'd be safe. Like basically, how to get like. Uh, like hypnosis and spells like that to work through recording mediums because I think it generally doesn't work that way. Yeah. Like maybe over the phone you could do it with your voice, but like a recording without an actual wizard there 
it's a new science and yeah obviously if we can do it there's uh you know there's whole other fields like if we can cast spells through like electromagnetic frequencies yeah exactly um not something you could it's not material you could use for a paper but it's enough to at least know that you can do it yeah then you can like set up something with some you know you can like ask for some funding (laughs) Exactly. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think uh, we probably had some uh, mind bender students, or you know, people who were in the program who worked like on the like for AV club or just like OCD. right. So we could probably get them. You know. Uh, yeah. No, there was someone who was either some credit or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so they were in on it instead of just being, like, Manchurian candidated into it. Then. Oh, good lord. No. <laughs> okay, no. okay. <laughs> we're, not, we're not, like, we're not, like, sweeping through with men in black pens <laughs> at the radio station. <laughs> it's so much easier to we bribe want, people. We just want to see if we can actually get any influence at all. We right, can, like, okay. This is... It's never really worked before. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that that, that does give me some good context. Yeah. I'm sorry. Levi, just go, good lord. <laughs> Liam believed in this project, and he is very uncomfortable with the level of scrutiny it's receiving. We're not doing anything unethical here. We're just trying to change people's minds with magic. Um, that's the point of the whole department. If we're not allowed to do it, why even have us here and pay us? Yes. That is a, that's a solid argument. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I think there was, like, like maybe a senior student or two who yeah. is, like, yeah, like you said, it's sort of, like, an extra, it's, like, some black book extra credit stuff. Um, they get some help on their thesis or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... Yes. It's um, all extremely shady now that I have to say it all out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only now just realizing this might be kind of shady. Whoops. Yeah, this is, this is the process Liam's going through as he's standing there in the meeting. He's like, ah, shit, this does look bad, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Working through all of the stages of grief, just like... <laughs> While this ye lady talks, you just see you just see Liam's face doing the, the like. Uh, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a whole journey. Yeah. yeah, the guy next to him was like, "No face journeys, dude." But yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, as the formalities are sort of being like wrapped up, and he has pretty much laid out her basic game plan. Um, you can all hear, or presumably all, but at least you can hear Regina's voice in your head now saying, um, obviously, we're going to have to work hard to make sure that this does not become an embarrassment. Our reputation as a department is shaky on a good day. However, this will not be easy, as I assure you, Miss Yi is very perceptive and has a mind like a steel trap, which is to say, if you stick your hand in, you're going to lose some fingers. Mm. Mm. Okay. At the sign of a larger cover-up conspiracy, she is only going to be egged on. And so each of you are going to have to cover your respective asses, because if she finds you, 
it would be much preferable for us to lose one teacher than for the entire faculty to mm. become involved. <sighs> All right. Time to find a fall guy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and hey, isn't there someone that Liam just can't stand? <laughs> I wonder who that could be. <laughs> there's definitely everyone immediately starts looking at each other uh, once that is said. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, when, you, when you're around like a whole crowd of mindbenders and then you see like five Mexican standoffs starting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, um, there's there is a lot of tension in the air, um, and but it basically ends with you being told to just like, you know, go about your class as usual. Just be prepared for, you know, a visit. All right, um, and so in light of that, um, as you're all uh, filing out, is there anything you? I, I guess do you have any like immediate next steps? Oh man. Stefan definitely like makes eye contact with you on the way out and like glares at you, but like he he does that at every opportunity. So yeah, yeah, I mean, who cares about that? <laughs> uh, red tape. When you interact with Pixmook's nightmarish bureaucracy, say what you're trying to do. Deflect attention. Perfect. <laughs> well, okay. Here's here's the thing. Um, that is also the role you made at the hall at the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, is it? Yeah. Oh, I've already got that effect. Yeah, so you have actually distanced yourself from this. However, I'll, I'm going to stay right now. If like I was trouble, thinking, ha- like I might still have like emails or something. Um, <laughs> possibly, but like I'll like I'll just tell you ahead because it's just like letting you know the effect of your role. Um, okay. Scrutiny, scrutiny is not on you right now in the way it is on everyone else. However, okay. if everyone else gets in trouble and you don't, mm. that, that's a good point too. Yes. Do you want to, for now, focus on, like, going about with this mission, or uh, do you want to also have, like, a first teaching role of the semester before we, like, cut to, like, the main group stuff? Oh, um, a teaching role sounds fine. Okay. I don't, I don't have any, uh, I don't have any jokes lined up, so it'll just be the role, but, uh. Okay. Yeah, so while you, so while you are making your plan, it's probably a good idea to, uh, go and take care of one of your classes. Yeah, it's probably still do the no, act normal. Exactly. Uh, which one would you uh, say it is? I'd say it's probably like a, is it psychic self-defense? Yeah. I think All that's right. a good one. Yeah. Um, so you're in your classroom, if I recall your classrooms, uh, it's full of, like, good equipment that is entirely stolen. Is that right? <laughs> good lord, is that what I put on the sheet? I think so. <laughs> yep, no, that's what it says. It's all stolen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah, he's got his winning smile. He's got his, uh, he's got his eye makeup and his cape. Yeah. So, but, uh... Yeah, I figure in, like, the second uh, semester of Psychic Self-Defense... After they've gone over basic sort of daily routine and mm-hmm. sort of general uh, psychic health sort of stuff, get into more like being able to detect and remove psychic par- parasites, things like that. Okay, cool. All right. Um, so, uh, do you want to go over like the specific methods, or just get straight to the roll first? We have psychic. It's two d six, right? Yep, two d six plus charisma. 
Oh, fourteen! Wow. Yeah, yeah that's six. Oh, I don't, six. I don't see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, so everything goes according to plan, and you can mark experience. All right. Um, I think it's also worth noting that this is the class you've got Chad Blackwood in, and I don't oh. think we had had like direct interaction between you two besides that one time you did alter his memory slightly to make you were busting into his room to fight a succubus more <laughs> cool <laughs> <laughs> i can't have the chosen one think i'm lame yes <laughs> so um, I, this I agree yeah. Dude, this kid's got like seven books. I want to be there in five. I can't drop off after two, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think that um, uh, I, I've been saying how he's like in uh, like a lot of the other classes. He's um, at least since that incident, he has definitely like become uh, more enthusiastic about this particular class because oh, it is because he's still like a jock, you know? But the yeah. idea of being able to, like, no-sell mind control and shit is, mm-hmm. like, something that is cool to him. And so it's possible that he's been, like, sort of... He's been the student in class who's been a little, like, in the self-defense class who is eager to get into, like, the judo flips and shit. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and I don't, <laughs> I don't know how Liam feels about that. Uh, huh. pretty awkward. Generally, uh, <laughs> people sort of, like, doze through this class. Yeah. I have to imagine, like, it's something that they've gone over two or three times um, through, like, Wizard High School, you know? But... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, if things are ramping up a little bit in this semester, then it's, uh, probably something he's, like, sinking yeah. his teeth into. Uh, Liam, <clears throat> Liam, uh, loves an audience, so he's probably into it. Alright then, so, uh, yeah, uh, I would say, uh, like, everything just goes well. I mean, you know, it's, it was, it's sort of like the, it's sort of like the syllabus handing out one, two, but it's also the one where you're, like, kind of laying out what's going to be happening this semester and stuff, so it's possible that there were some, like, demonstrations or whatever. Basically, whatever you wanted to get in there, you do it, so. And, you know, marketing experience and all that. So yeah, oh, I think right. this will be the more like practical side, I guess. Right. Um, and also, at some point, you do get a text from Simone. Um, oh? So, uh, Simone, I think off-camera, we had uh, stated that you would uh, let Liam know about the whole situation with, like, the new guy. Right. And, yeah. Uh, uh, Simone literally just texts Liam in the middle of his teaching, and it's just like, <laughs> Yo, have you met this new guy? He is fucking wild. <laughs> so yeah, Liam gets that in the middle of his ethics investigation. <laughs> like, oh, that's cool. I think he's like, I think he's like a vampire, or like, I don't know, like a bad guy. He literally makes me think of like a. Like like a like a bad guy in a TV show. It's it's crazy. I've never met anybody who just came with their own aura of foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> See, <I> li- <laughs> it's this big long wall of text from yeah. Simone. <laughs> uh, Liam is a little bit intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right. 
Is, is, is Mo trying to set me up? What's <laughs> happening here? <laughs> Anyways, you totally need to see this dude. He's like, uh, he, he, I'm not saying like he's hot. I'm really more so saying that I've never seen anybody like him. And I'm still really getting used to this whole wizarding college shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, Liam, will, Liam will finally text back, like, <laughs> where is he at? Like, four question marks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess he's teaching in the, uh, what is he, what does he teach? Uh, he's at the life and death department. So I guess if you ever wander by there, you'll see him. He's hard to miss. So. <laughs> and then, like, I'll a bunch the- of thumbs up emoji. <laughs> Liam just like explains the aura then. I I think they got like three or four extremely foreboding people over in Life and Death. (laughs) Alright, so um, with that I feel like that's pretty much everyone's like big events of the day Mm -hmm. have now been covered. So like as your classes wrap up, what do all of you go about doing? Um... Oh, well, Simone is going to go find Corvina and maybe <laughs> drag her to go get some, like, food. Nice. And, you know, ask how the, the first day went. And also, like, did we have, like, a real conversation about the whole cult thing? We, I mean, we, I know we've had our freak out moment in the coat closet. That's different. <laughs> that wasn't exactly a conversation. <laughs> I'm, um... If you want to do that, you can, but it's also very plausible that you could have had, like, a proper talk about it, like, um, since then, and also during that time when you were briefly snowed in, um, and, like, while things were going, uh, Lord of the Flies, you might have been able to fill her in more completely. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. I guess, I guess, uh, just get together and, uh, talk about what comes next, since we're kind of stuck in this whole stupid... Uh, nightmare together game All right. plan. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, Liam, are you going to uh, seek out this new guy, or are you going <laughs> to um, focus on the ass covering? Um, damn. I'm trying to think what I could do besides more red tape. Go see the radio guys. You could do that, yeah. That's definitely a um, potential loose end that could be tied up. Yeah, I think Liam will like just do like a walk through the life and death department, and, like take okay. a look around. All right, um, and uh, it's not what could it take? It's lunch. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, Davino, how about you? Um, Davino is uh, is actually doing research. Okay, uh, he's oh yes, this, this is, is the uh, thing. <laughs> Yeah, what? so, um, Davino's a rock star, which means that he has to publish. Yes! <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, he's, he's, he's doing research that he can just, uh, he can publish some of his musings on, uh, the death energy that comes out of young lives. Ooh. Which <sighs> is what he was, what, what he was working on, uh, with those students. Okay. So it's not so much like a, uh, is at this point the paper isn't a a, a, a super deep dive into that, mm-hmm. but it's it's closer to um, to like a uh, a memento. Okay. Or not a memento. Uh, what's the word? Uh, memoir. Oh, okay. 
It's like a, it's, yeah, sort of, you know, a, a personal journey through <laughs> I see. the explorations of, okay. of young death. All oh right, well. <laughs> Didn't I tell you he's so creepy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's see. Uh, hmm. I'm, uh, because that's the one where, like, I immediately know, like, what role is going to be going on. Uh, let's jump to that first, I think. Um, I don't think we've ever been to the library here. Um, it is, uh, big, obviously. Mm. Um, and it's like maybe one of the older buildings on campus. Um, it's actually been... it was just a library and a big tower. Yeah, exactly. It, um, like pig smoke kind of has this, um, kind of eclectic architecture where some of it is just like almost a castle and some of it is very much like modern academic buildings where everything's all like sleek and stuff mm-hmm. um, nice. and like those little like uh, you got like key cards for getting in and out you know um, <laughs> I feel like there's probably like a centuries old battle between like historical preservation and like people trying to build more <laughs> exactly yes uh, it's, it's, a, it's a whole thing um but the library is really old, and uh, Davina would probably be happy to know it is completely haunted. Um, the, li- <laughs> uh, the librarian is a ghost, and like probably the first librarian here, and um, like she does her job. And if you don't like, you know, break the rules, it's cool. But if you do break the rules, she is a ghost, and she's probably going to visit spectral wrath upon you. Um, Excellent. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, you'd be, uh, just in the, like, necromancy section, or what have you. Um, yes. Alright, uh, so let's just do a, uh, delve deeper roll. When you spend time poring over something or plumbing its secrets, roll with research. And, uh, you can use that to get answers, uh, for questions, but you can also use it to, uh, fill out a, uh, research Bar, which is like a little thing you build ticks on. In order to do research, a paper character must select a research topic and write it down with a track of six boxes next to it. So it takes a while to do, like a real gotcha. academic paper. Characters can have as many research topics as they like, but they must uncover new topics through the use of moves, usually delve deeper. Because you've got like a... Because um, you've already like stated what it is, and you've got like a complicating like incident of like the inadvisable thing you did i'm going to uh, let you start off with this one for free oh okay um because why not and also because like we are a slightly more short form game and things sure. are going to take significantly longer so when you roll to delve deeper um you can use that to like answer questions the way a lot of like information gathering roles in uh pbta games do or you can just convert mm-hmm. it one to one to this so if you want to like get some in-character knowledge to give you context about what might be going on, especially with like if you're trying to figure out what's going on with the Georgina and all that, um, there is that. Or you can just like use it to a Georgetta, um, uh, but you can also just use it to like fill out the bar. So yeah, yeah. roll with. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll with research. Okay. Whoa. Six. Okay. Beautiful. Oh dear. All right. Uh, let there me are those. There are those real big gay nerds rolls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, yes, you know what? I have a fun answer to this one. Uh, Liam, uh, you said that you were going to go check around the life and death department, and maybe while you were there you found out that uh, the new guy had gone straight to the library. Like, that checks out, right? Yeah. Um, and so... Um, as you are uh, walking through the library, you do see a guy with a very distinct uh, fashion sense, assuming that he's wearing his cloak right now. Oh, definitely. Okay, yes. Ah, another man who likes a cape. Exactly. And, <laughs> maybe, um, maybe I should have tried to set you two up. <laughs> um, we'll call it cape shipping. <laughs> oh, don't. Don't say it. Um... And, uh, as you, like, start, um, approaching him, um, someone next to you whispers, Hey, Professor Webb! And you look over, and you see that, uh, Chad is apparently, like, hiding behind one of the shelves. Oh, shit. Uh, Liam will, like, lean over to look at him, like, Yeah? What? You know anything about, uh, that new guy? Uh, no, not yet. Okay, you're the one who's been teaching me about, like, staying on guard and all that, right? Uh, yeah, you could say that. (laughs) Well, I don't know about him. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, Professor Adams is gone, apparently got a new job. Um... And then this guy with the cape comes in, and his first class, he was making... If you were there, something's spooky about him, and that's more so compared to normal life-or-death stuff. And, Um, I don't know, I've heard some, like, rumors that he was, like, getting up to something. I don't know, that's why I'm investigating. Getting up to something? I'm good. Something about, like, I don't know, a ritual or something. So I'm just keeping an eye on him, uh, so. That, you know, he's probably doing research or working on a spell. I mean, it happens. Yeah. I know those life or death dudes kind of wake me out, too, sometimes. But, uh, you gotta. I know, you gotta give them their space, little dog. Alright. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um. Is this just you, like, voiced in your opinion, or do you, are you going to try and convince him to back off? Um, honestly, if this... I don't think any harm will come to Chad if he, like... You know... I, he shouldn't be stalking this teacher, obviously, but... Mm-hmm. Hmm. Meanwhile, in the background, Davino is... Uh, <laughs> Closes a book in a huff because he can't find the answers that he wants. He grabs another one out of the shelf. <laughs> yeah, Liam, Liam's wheels, little hamster wheel, is spinning in his head. It's like trying to get. It's like it's like oh god, all these ethical questions. It's like look, just you know, if if he's up to something bad, I'm, the college will come down on him for it. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> 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 I'm glad pre- he's the one to have said it. <laughs> Press to doubt. It turns out they're pretty good about that sort of thing. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> he gives sort of like a skeptical look, but then he's like, "Eh, you're probably right. I'm just, I'm just trying to stay on edge because ever since you know that night you guys saved me, I've just sort of been on the lookout for stuff and making sure that like Glory Staff isn't trying to pull something." Yeah. Well. Um, I don't think that sort of thing is going to happen very often. And we're, you know, the school's got all the golems and the teachers looking out for everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I think at this point he's going to, like, sort of, like, awkwardly make his exit. Uh, because you haven't rolled or anything, you don't know if, you don't know how much he has internalized what you've said, but... Yeah, I'm not all that concerned. <laughs> Yeah, you have at least made it awkward enough that he... He's not going to uh, do... He's, gonna, he's not going to stick around. Yeah, exactly. While I stop the new t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need that kind of competition. Yeah. Yeah, alright, so... Um, yeah, well, you're free to do that now. Uh, instead of doing that, Liam will just, like, go up to introduce himself. You hear him saying some wizard swears as he pushes the <laughs> back into the Uh, you know, maybe not. Maybe I'll just... <laughs> I think Liam's figure learned enough. Unfortunately, and... you've entered Davino's bubble and he turns to look at you. <laughs> oh! Uh, hello, you're the, you're the new Life or Death t-shirt, right? He sort of uh, fixes himself because he was just scowling. Um, <laughs> and sort of like his back like pops back to like erect erudite like you know like trying to show off back yeah. instead of like hunched over dark wizard pouring over tomes back yes. mm-hmm. and uh and he goes yes hello yes um hmm and he extends his hand I am Divino Cristobal <laughs> professor of life and death <laughs> and you are uh Liam Webb are uh, you one of the students? At, oh, no, no, I'm in the mind-bending department. I'm a professor. Oh! I think when he says that, that's when you'd remember that uh, the dean mentioned him as another person involved in, like, the whole Chosen One project. Oh, no. I see. I feel like I remember a name, like, Davino Cristobal. Oh, no, I was talking I... about I was talking about Davino. Oh! In this case. <laughs> <laughs> then we are cohorts, it would seem... Cohorts in with a, education, uh, with a, a more in the conspiratorial sense. Uh, oh, because <laughs> okay. of our uh, mutual student Liam is trying to work out which and he raises his eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Liam is like shit. I remember working on this, working with this guy on any projects. Uh, <laughs> because of our student. Oh, Chad. If you... Yes. Okay. Oh. Chad. Okay. Yeah, he was just in here. He's He thinks you're, like, gonna put a spell on everyone or something. <laughs> Not on everyone. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean... Why would he... Oh. Shit. Uh... <laughs> Liam, was, Liam was like, it's like, why would he worry about, like, anyone trying to cast spells on students? Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Any experiments I do with students are completely above board. 
Oh, uh, glad to hear. <laughs> yes, it is glad to hear. <laughs> I told you this guy's fucking wild. Yeah, Liam is like not comfortable right now. He's just, like looking for an out. <laughs> um, like, well, so uh, Davino kind of sizes him up. Uh, um, Liam is like is like five ten and like one hundred and forty pounds, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was so I was right in guessing that he could be a student. <laughs> Except for well, you know, students could grow a beard, but probably. <laughs> They are wizards. Uh, uh, Divino sort of swishes his his crimson and black cloak uh, uh, to uh, sort of say like, "All right, well, this was fun," but without saying that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Liam like nods appreciatively and like is like, "Well, it was nice meeting you. I'll see you at the meeting." Yes, at the meeting. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to return to research before my adult son picks me up. <laughs> Liam just, like, gives him the finger guns and turns around and leaves. <laughs> and good, I'll text Simone. And he's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> she immediately oh. texts him back with, I know, right? And I think that, like, as soon... You have provided me with the perfect, like, uh, like, cut, because, like, if this was a show, like, we would, like, sort of zoom in on you texting, the fuck was that, and then it cuts over to Simone's phone receiving that message, and zooms out, and we see her and, uh, Corvina at wherever they have wound up getting, like, drinks or food or whatever. And, uh, (laughs) and where have you done that? Are you, uh, on campus, or have you, uh, gone somewhere a little more out of the way to avoid, uh, bumping into anyone? Are there Um, any, like, wizard-owned eateries, like, in the general area? Hmm, that's a good question. I feel like, I feel like a lot of the, like, a lot of the benefit of the campus, um, in, beyond just, like, the school stuff is that, like, if you want to have, like, an openly magical eatery, then the campus is the place to do it, you know? Mm. You don't have to go through the whole, like, masquerade bullshit. Cool. Um, um, and I think I've said this before, but I feel like, just to, like, reestablish, I feel like the general, like, status of secrecy here is, like, less like Harry Potter and more kind of, like, Dresden Files, where you're mm-hmm. supposed to keep it under wraps, but, like, most people don't care enough to look into it in the first place, you right. know? Yeah. That's the general attitude. Okay. Um, so, um, but I think if you if you wanted to find a place that was off campus, but specifically for wizards, you could probably find one. It's just a little less convenient than the ones that are on campus. Mm-hmm. We could get an, uh, cause I mean, you know, we could see what happens if we get stuff on campus. Um, yeah, that that's fine. Sure. Um, are you at I'm like sh- a, Sorry. Um, but there's probably, like, a cafe or something. I mean, like, all yeah, college, yeah. like all colleges have, like, multiple oh, cafes yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah there uh, was a cafe. So we probably went there. It's one of the smaller, like, quieter ones, you know? Because it's, like, I can, like, imagine it being, like, really in, like, like an inconvenient place on campus, mm-hmm. you know? Like, one that is just in a weird spot. 
I think there's like two cafes on campus. There's like sort of the main kind of Starbucksy one mm-hmm. that gets more traffic, but there's also the more kind of hole in the wall one where the coffee is not as good, but also like there's not as much traffic. So exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a little bit easier for people to like work on their papers and stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, you're still going to have to make the roll, but. Um, first, let's just get at least the beginning of whatever conversation you are having to each other, or at least what you we pick up on after you finish texting Liam back. Uh, well, the first thing she's actually going to do is show Corvina her phone and be like, look, I think Liam just met the new guy. <laughs> <laughs> and Corvina's like, and uh, how did that go? If I had to guess, he probably blew his fucking mind. He's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I love how impressed Simone is by <laughs> Corv- and Corvina's like not impressed at all. She's like <laughs> I mean, look, it's not every day okay, well I guess technically on this godforsaken place, it is every day that I run into somebody with like an actual pointed collar and like a long like cape thing. But like where I went to high school and college I didn't see a lot of capes. I'm very easily impressed by capes, I guess is the point I'm trying to make here. <laughs> <laughs> I've just become desensitized to Liam's. <laughs> oh, man. You can't have to step up your cape game. I know. Uh, yeah. That's what it is. It's just that Liam is like, is, is like such a, like a dude that like, he doesn't really own the cape. The oh, way damn. I know. I'm just being honest right now. <laughs> and Davina like owns the cape so you know cause he like does swishy stuff whatever um, <laughs> the point is <laughs> the point is we're trying to have a conversation about this whole uh, uh, cult malarkey and how um, I can't actually talk to you about this cult malarkey right so, um uh Corvina, do, do you bring up the thing of the sort of awkward encounter you had on your way out of classes? Uh, the raven. Yep. Uh, she will definitely um, bring that up. She's like, so you, you know how I have the issue with the birds and everything? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. I, I kind of keep my eye on them because you never know what they're planning. What they're going to be up to. Um, what, uh, I actually messages. don't. Right, right, yeah. No, that, that, I guess that tracks. Uh, so, when I was coming out of class the other day, you know, there's there's plenty of crows around here. They're a dime a dozen. But uh, there was a very large raven in a tree, and it was looking right at me. And, and that doesn't bode so well. I mean... That is, like, textbook horror movie omen stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's um, my life, but, um... <laughs> well, yeah, I'm kind of picking up on that, actually. So, um, have you seen it again? Not since then. I, uh, I hope I don't. But I will keep you posted on, on the raven status. So, like, what is that, hmm... That's weird. Does that mean, like, something? I guess that just means something bad is probably going to happen. And honestly, I shouldn't be too surprised. Because I feel like something bad is always on the verge of happening around here. Um, 
So, especially with this whole, um, like, professor that kind of ascended thing. Uh, and she's, like, stirring her coffee while she's thinking about it. <laughs> so. Oh, mm. it, it's, it's bad luck. It's real bad luck. <laughs> well, you know. But, I mean, luck is just kind of what you make of it. You can take a bad situation and turn it into a good one. <laughs> Maybe you can do that, but... That's why but that's why we hang out, so if anything bad happens, I can maybe, like, flip it on its ear. I think um, this is setting up perfect potential comedic timing for both of you to um, make the A Small Incestuous World roll, which Yay. is with nothing, okay. so just... Do a vanilla D two D six for both of you. I got five again. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I got ten. Okay. Oh. So, um, let's see. So a failed roll, as always, will provoke a move from me. Um, at ten. Um, let's see. Uh, you run into someone unexpected. You get wind of some news which will affect your department, or you see two other faculty members doing something out of the ordinary. Oh. See, it's funny, because technically we are the two faculty members doing something out of <laughs> yeah. the ordinary. Yeah, but, that's true. <laughs> but that's also the reason people come to the Out of the Way Cafe as well. That's true. Uh, I kind of want to do that one, because I feel like that leads to the most uh, hijinks. As you say that... Um, Two other people come into the cafe mm -hmm. and um, talking with each other, and it's and that in itself is not out of the ordinary. However, it is um, two members of CABSA, and oh. it is um, Doctor White. And I just realized I've now introduced two different characters with the last name White. <laughs> um, okay. Hopefully, we'll be able to tell them apart. I've been using, I've just been referring to Regina by her first name for the most part. Right. Um, Mr. White, who um, is one of the uh, initial conspirators yes. that you encountered at the party talking with uh, Dr. Blood, who's the one who made the pact. Mm -hmm. um, and he is talking with uh, your new friend Genevieve. <gasps> no! Yeah, they are... Um, it, uh, you can't obviously hear what they're saying because they're sort of like talking in a whisper which is well obviously the um the unusual thing they are talking conspiratorially with each other and they don't seem to have noticed you yet uh, um, at that exact moment simone's like oh shit and just kind of like pulls she's got a hoodie on under her, <laughs> under her jacket so he just like yanks that up and it's just like trying to cover her face with one hand um, <laughs> it's like don't let them see me um, okay, uh, like, Corvina, you maybe don't know, uh, well, I think you had Mr. White, Dr. White, described to you as a part of the whole spying mission thing. Mm -hmm. So you do recognize him. Um, so I guess, uh, what do you do in an attempt to not, to not allow her to be seen and potentially, um, not allow yourself to be seen? I don't know what your imperative is there. Hmm. I don't I don't know if um Dr. White realizes that Corvina is supposed to be <laughs> in on this too. Mm -hmm. So, um 
But you are very much put on the spot, which <laughs> is one of the moves I can do when you fail a roll. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, just trying to think what her options would even be here. Um, True, there's not necessarily a um, like an escape roll, per se. No. <laughs> um, but there is schmoozing if you wanted to uh, social your way through it. Um, and I wouldn't say that you're risking danger, so adventuring isn't a thing. Um, and of course, you know, there is spells. I don't know if your uh, if foresight spells would necessarily apply here, but if you want to make a case for it, you could. And of course, if you just want to, like, say you do something and it's not covered by a roll, then presumably you don't have to roll for it because it's not a resolution that the game is super concerned by the result of. Um, I think that Corvina is going to, like, kind of lean in and whisper, like, hey, meet me in the bathroom. <laughs> She's going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> we keep, we keep conspiracy-ing? Uh, I forgot what that word Conspiring. is. Conspiring. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> completely blanked out on that one. We keep conspiring in, like, weird enclosed spaces. But yeah, uh, Simone just gives, like, kind of like an awkward thumbs up. Um, and is actually, uh, yeah, you go first. <laughs> yeah, so Corvina is going to, as quietly as, sh as she can, because as usual, she's wearing, like, five necklaces, probably. Um... <laughs> And, like, scarves and all that. So she's gonna mm -hmm. make her way over to the bathroom as quietly as she can. Um, Alright. Well, it doesn't seem like you've been noticed. Okay. But yes, you're able to relocate. Okay. And then, like, pretty soon after, Simone is gonna, like, kind of, like, get up and, like, try to keep her back to them. Uh, as she as she walks by, kind of has like still has like the hoodie kind of pulled. And mm -hmm. uh, is there any chance? Um, I don't even know if it would take a roll or what to like listen to kind of like try and catch like a glimpse hmm. of what they're of what they're uh, saying. Hmm. I do like that. Um, but I don't know what it would what it what it would. I don't think it would translate to delve deeper. But that's what it, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, so like for the sake of um just for the sake of having a role to do here, mm -hmm. um we're going to um let's let's co opt adventuring here. So roll with nothing, and I think that um the co the co potential consequence of getting hurt, uh unlikely to apply, but we'll see. Okay. Oh boy. Uh, oh no. Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> what did I tell y'all? Uh, it's a three. Oh! No. Wow. <laughs> okay. What did I fucking tell y'all? <laughs> Alright. Yeah, uh, so what happens is that, uh, you think that you are just, like, sort of sneakily, like, you're you're not like even walking towards them. You're just kind of all having a slightly curved trajectory on your right. way to the ladies' room, um, and uh, you get close enough to uh, hear Jenny say, "In fact, just to um, in fact, just earlier today, uh, Simone 
uh, Simone Solomon asked if she could use him as a demonstration for, oh, Simone, there you are. <laughs> and uh, two, you have run into two of your co-workers um, at this place. I'm not sure if I've described uh, Mr. White before. Um, I mean, Dr. White. Um, Dr. Blood was sort of like a sort of hunched over, like, bald guy with like liver spots and stuff i think that dr white is also older i mean you know he's Mm -hmm. he's i think he's probably got like tenure or something um and uh he is i see him as sort of like a very uh he's like if someone like turned a um hmm you ever see one of those like old like uh like stone like posts that people used to like uh use for like tying their horses up uh yeah like he's like if someone turned that into a person <laughs> um, hmm. he's okay. he's just he's like he's like he's tall and rigid and kind of blocky and uh, um right. uh and so He's not the sort of person that you get, like, waved into conversations with a bunch. But um, now uh, he is looking at you, and um, he is looking at you uh, with interest because you are now the subject of the conversation. Yeah, I was I was just telling uh, Dr. White here about uh, how you were using Balthazar in your demonstration. Yeah, it's kind of like taking your hood down now because so much <laughs> for being stealthy uh yeah he's such a such a fine specimen of of imp you know <laughs> that that i really just thought he would be like the ideal teaching tool for for my students um, <laughs> um why are you also interested in in balthazar dr white well as a fellow familiar keeper, I am always interested in uh, exchanging information with others. Oh, I didn't know you had a familiar. Um, who is the little guy? It is not present currently, and unfortunately, the terms of our contract uh, put me make me indisposed to say its name. Uh, however. Oh. It is, uh, I would also consider a very, uh, helpful assistant. Would you like to join us? Um, well... <laughs> She's, at, like, looking around and realizing that Corvina is now, yeah, like, not well, here. Probably <laughs> at this point, Corvina has been waiting in the bathroom for a couple of minutes and Simone's not coming. So she's gonna kind of, like, peek out and notice that Simone is over at their table. Mm-hmm. And with... When when she sees that she she comes over and she's like oh um h- hello Doctor White I presume uh, we haven't really met in person but I had a very interesting conversation with Doctor Blood at the Christmas party I I don't know if he's mentioned <laughs> so like um it's not like a big problem and it's something that you've gotten used to in like indirectly talking about it with simone but when you do say that like your hand does warm up a little bit mm. in that part where like the packed mm-hmm. mark was yeah, yeah um and like as you do say that he does give you like sort of the look of someone 
who is like it like you're not saying too much right now, but like if you continue, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> she's gonna leave it um, there, <laughs> right? Um, and so he uh, like uh, he sort of extends a rather like stiff hand and uh, says yes, and he has also told me of you. Apparently, you are a fine member of the foresight department. Oh, uh, thank you. That's not something that I hear very often, but um, I, <laughs> I, I, I do my best, I suppose. <laughs> um, I have been keeping an eye on your work. Thank mm-hmm. you. Now, um, um, I, I'm sure you, t- you all are having a very interesting conversation, but I'm afraid Simone and I... Um, have some work to do. She was going to assist me with one of my research projects, and we were just stopping in for a bite of lunch before that, but we're really on kind of a tight deadline, so if I could just steal her away. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, Yeah, so I don't, obviously because, like, they can't, like, kidnap Simone in front of you. This isn't something you need to roll for or whatever. Right. Um... Oh, well, but, I was kind of going oh, in for the schmooze, though. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? Yeah, we can do the schmooze, and, like, that will... Because I was going to say, you can, you can just do that, but the thing is that, like, they will be, like... It will be something that, like, leaves an impression, you know? Oh, but I kind of want to know what they're talking about. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, well, you could pipe in and say. <laughs> uh, yeah, Simone actually is going to kind of, like, you know, like, just nudge... Uh, Corvina real quickly, because, like, now her curiosity is taking over. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, we could still sit and have a conversation with uh, Jenny and Dr. White here. Um, if that's okay with you. I mean, um, it always uh, serves everyone to interact with their peers. <laughs> that's that's true. Alright, then. Kind of like, you know, nudges Corvina into a into a chair and then takes another one and uh, kind of folds her hands together and is like so, what you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we were mostly just doing a familiar talk, which I uh, realize is probably a bit um, I don't know how relatable that is to uh, someone who isn't in CABSA um, because it's sort of like a I guess the best way to sum it up is it's part pet owner and part freelance contract owner I mean that I agree completely (laughs) (laughs) okay I think we can like maybe cut away there because we have now we've gotten you like trapped in this thing and we'll see the consequences of that after I think you're going to like I think you may going to learn things but um yeah like roles were failed there so things are going to happen as a result of this um let's see does anyone else want to uh come in with what they're doing because we ended with Corvina last time and I think we can get at least one more like little incident out of the other characters uh, before wrapping this one up. Um, I, uh, actually, I guess this is, this is sort of, uh, 
you know, behind the behind the GM screen, but uh, do you have an idea for Davino's son? Um, well, we've done. I know this is the first time he was mentioned uh, on recording, but yes. we, you did give me the basic idea of his deal, um, and I don't know if you had a name in mind. I've been I've been kind of like I've been playing with him, but I couldn't come up with a good one uh, that was that fit the Cristobal name. If you if you have a uh, any ideas, uh, well, based on uh, one. The fact that it would sound silly, and two, the way that he came into existence during the uh, character creation episode, which are uh, $3 and up patrons, who I've heard already. Um, that's right, I'm shilling for myself. Um, the um, uh, I was thinking, what if his name is just Chris Cristobal? Okay. Yeah, I was, I was definitely leaning more towards the mundane, so that makes sense. I was like... Definitely yes. like a monosyllabic, like Jeff. Yes. So yeah, Chris is perfect. Okay, yeah. And so are we going to see him come pick you up then? Because you mentioned it, might as well like take... Like, yes. That, that gun has been put up on the wall. Might as well fire it before the end of the episode. Yes. Um, so, so, uh... So, the... Essentially, uh... Davino, having failed to find any, any, uh interesting uh new information for his uh his topic in the library um you know saunters outside and waits at the uh at the curb uh mm-hmm. for his son to pull up in their uh in their hatchback <laughs> um, um and so yeah he's just kind of like sitting outside pondering all right and i think that he's like um a little bit late but um he does pull up and he is um, uh, very much like a younger version of you in many ways. Um, he also has like eyeliner and somewhat extravagant like black clothing. But while your uh, outfit is very much just like a is like a He-Man villain, then with like a Superman villain underneath. Um, well, maybe not a super one Superman villain. I'm not. I'm trying to think of a good example of like evil suit guys, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I get you. Um, his is um a little more like goth. Um, he's got like he's got like a big old jacket instead of a cape, and there's a lot of like metal studs and stuff involved. Patches. I see he's kind of got a mystery from the game uh, thing going on. Yes. Um, I think also based on his hair is like a little bit like styled and spiky, too. Definitely. Yeah. And so, like, you know, he pulls up and, like, you know, just, like, looks at you from the driver's seat. <laughs> Divino uh, uh, lovelessly stares back at him and then just walks... <laughs> <laughs> just walks this towards the car. Guy, this fucking guy is not doing anything to get on my good side. <laughs> <laughs> like, just a half-lidded, just like, yes, this is my life, I guess. Look, <laughs> and then gets into... I actually, I know the model of car that they have. Oh, boy. It's a Daihatsu Charade. Nice. <laughs> which is a hatchback that was sold in the early 90s and late 80s only. Okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do that right now. Just find out what that looks 
Yep. Um, ah, this is this is a car, you know. It's yeah, it is, <laughs> it is a generic car. Yeah, I'm just gonna show you the Wikipedia image. It is oh my god, this so... I'm very. Oh, I this is such an awkwardly long link. I can't do it. <laughs> It's it's just it's an extremely basic car. Yeah. Like, like if you imagine a car with a hatchback, it doesn't it isn't a Daihatsu Sharad, but the Sharad looks like what you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah. Um let's see. Yeah, this this is better. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That is yeah. like super nineties <laughs> tastic. Just like all those like old eighties, nineties cars that just like mm-hmm. only have a tape deck. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's just had this. Yes. Um and uh you get in, and uh, your son Chris, like as he pulls out. At first, you think it's just gonna be like another like silent drive, but he actually um, like puts the effort into uh, striking up a conversation. Um, which is uh, so. I was the first day at work. He his British accent is also fake. He's just a little better at it. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, <clears throat> uh, Davino sort of like. When it, when he first hears him even like start to speak, he just like immediately rolls his eyes. But then he goes, oh. Oh, it 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 was it was fine. It was fine. It was good. I uh, I met some of my my contemporaries in the <laughs> in the other departments when I'm already on a special project. Oh. I I can't get into specifics, but it involves. Um, fostering goodwill for the for the youths of this college. <laughs> then that is his reaction. <laughs> I uh, haven't been able to speak with anyone about possibly admitting you or anything. If if you're interested, but I I could. He uh, if like... you're interested. <laughs> Oh, this is so uh, awkward. Awkward dad conversation simulator. <laughs> <laughs> um, he like looks at you like he, he like sort of like glances at you at, at a red light and is like, "Yeah, I think I'm I'm fine for now." Okay. Just... <laughs> yeah. Just, you could have. You could have gone to G- the G4A as well, but uh, yeah, and you didn't want there either. And just thought maybe a new new school. No, no Dad. It's... I think that I'm uh, actually pretty happy being a professional entertainer. Oh, oh boy. Uh, I yes, don't think I that. Listen, would be. <laughs> I know that we this whole thing. Where I'm like living with you. It's just between gigs, okay? It's uh it is It's oh, great yes, of course, I know, I know. It's great that you've got a new job that's like less sad than the one before, but <laughs> it doesn't mean that I want in on your whole thing. You know, it would make your 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 gigs probably a, little, a bit more stable with some real magic. Um, you know what? That's actually not allowed. It's uh, against union rules. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, good going. 
Yeah, there was. Stage Magicians you... Union. <laughs> guess you guess if there's actual wizards, you probably need one. Huh? Yeah. He sort of just harumphs at that because he can't switch his cape because he's standing, he's sitting on it. <laughs> and then he he reaches over and turns on the radio. <laughs> oh, it's so awkward. It is on the like station that uh, Chris had it on last, which. Oh man, I think it's like new metal. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> it's fine. It dr- it drowns out any sort of uh, any sort of conversation that could come up. Yes. Uh, after that, <laughs> and <laughs> I think, um, yeah, that's that seems like a very good um, episode closer there. Cool. So, um, oh, yeah. We'll back away for now, but um, uh, like I, I think that we've done a good job of seeing just how muddy these waters are right now, and mm-hmm. I think in the next couple episodes we're gonna see what com- what like emerges from those muddy waters. I'm so excited! <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, until then, uh, thanks for playing and thanks for listening. I'm glad we got the party together for it. Yay! Me too. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad everybody's here. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Dave Camp, Dumpster Hime, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Heather Connolly, Homo Ace, Jack Toops, Jarnope, John the Book Hoarder, MC Verdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Sean Kelleher, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier.